0: back to the only pop culture podcast my name is rick and as always i am joined by my co-host the tim to my Andor. yeah <laughs> it's <What's> robbie good.
1: <laughs> i'm in the building me and bix <laughs> chilling she crying over me because i'm dead yeah it's well, all good sad
0: it's all good sad way to go out that's how you leave a mark <laughs> also a bit of a punk though Oh, fully. He's such, <laughs> such a bitch.
1: Honestly, honestly, such a bitch. Had ever death wasn't enough. You know what I mean? No. Like something I needed something bad to happen to him. Tim,
0: dude. the true villain of Andor.
1: So far, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. Because as far as the Empire is concerned, so far in the series, they're just the government. You know what I mean? Well... Like, we, 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 no. No, no no no. But like we know the Empire for what they are. But like it's not like so far in the series, they've gone, wow, look at all these heinous crimes they're committing. You know what I mean? They've done a little, I but as, as far as what we've seen them do, are very much sticking with the vanilla stuff at the start. <laughs> and Andor's going, I've had enough. They've got to go. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I'm with you. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah Let's get them board. out. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Feeling a
0: bit better this week?
1: I am. Yes. I've recovered mostly. Um, thank you, Kelly. Love you. Um, I, I understand that you got a bit sick as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, after being locked in a room with you for what? An hour and a half, two hours. That'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not because we were kissing. It was, uh. Yeah. Definitely... That had nothing to do. With it. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually yeah had a couple of days, oh, a day and a half off of work this week because I was, I came down quite crook. But uh, yeah, had to, had to take that time off to recover because I then competed in an 11, 11 kilometer obstacle course this weekend, which was... Did you do the whole thing? Yeah. So you yeah, guys yeah. didn't like tag in and out? No, 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 no. No, we did it as a group. Did it all together. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And guess how much running I did in preparation for this? None. Oh, look, <laughs> a little bit, but nowhere near enough. I, I told you when you got here, I was like limping around the house. Yeah. I've flared up my plantar fasciitis now. So, struggling, very much struggling. Every time I walk, it feels like I'm walking on glass. So Very painful stuff. Yeah, no, look, it was a good time, good weekend. Recovered recovered from the sickness just to then, like, completely ruin my foot. So that's great. Um, But yeah, look. Well, apart from your plant fascism aside, how are you? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. I'm still like still a bit gunky from being sick myself last week. But, <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Made that a bitch. Battling through. Battling through. Just a just a bitch. Yeah, yeah. But excited, excited to talk about andor. Me too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, cocktail corner again. We are drinking something I came up with myself. I wanted to I wanted to try and capture what I think is the best cinematic moment of Andor. And I've gone with The Eye, which was which
1: just- Which is, just, just before we continue, is a gross name for a drink, but this drink is delicious. <laughs> I want to preface this at the start. No one wants to drink something called The Eye, but this is delicious.
0: So, you know, carry on, Rick. <laughs> well, I guess, like, you know, following on from that, if we look at The Eye from Andor, that was, you know, it's not it's not the best name in the world, but- Pretty stunning, if I'm going to be honest. It's fucking gorgeous. Very, very pretty. Very, very beautiful to look at. So I think I might have captured that pretty well. I was quite happy with the way that it turned out in terms of looks. I wanted to get that sort of bluey, greeny, yellowy sort of color for the eye. Uh, But yeah, taste-wise, it was really nice. We uh, tested out my, my own blackcurrant vodka, which I made myself by soaking blackcurrant jelly lollies in vodka. Turned out pretty well. It tasted good. I just got to the bottom of my drink and the Galliano starting to come through a little bit. But I think it's still, I, I still really enjoyed it. I really liked it.
1: Sorry, that was just me trying to finish mine off. <laughs> um, it's good. And you can taste the black blackcurrant too. I was surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was really happy with that. Very I've, got, impressed, Rick. I've got a couple of other flavors in there that I've... Uh, infused myself as well, so maybe we'll be breaking those out over can the next couple of weeks do as well. A Skittles one. Yeah, we can do. We definitely can do. I'm a big fan of Skittles. We just gotta find something. What's got Skittles in it that's on the TV? Let's just react to like commercials. <laughs> what's what's
1: the best commercial you've seen on TV? Oh wait, you know what I found out today? JK Simmons voices the yellow Eminem. What? In the in the ads?
0: No. Yeah. That doesn't sound anything like JJ Jameson. Well Look, I I don't,
1: I'm not sure if this is true, but I heard about it today.
0: I I mean, this is a tangent now because this has nothing to do with Andor, but I have to know if this is true. I know, I'm looking it up, I'm looking it up.
1: A few moments later.
0: I knew it, he is. That is wild. How crazy is that? Since 1996. Yeah,
1: so he got it, it was like one of his first jobs and he's just kept doing it. Wow. How cool is that? That is insane. How awesome is that? JK, every every time you see it... By the way, peanut m ms are my favorite m ms apart from the peanut butter ones, but those ones are baller expensive, and you can only buy them in small packets. I don't like the peanut ones, personally. Well, I mean, obviously, you're a
0: hater, and... uh... I'm a hater. (laughs) The default response, if you don't agree with me, you're a hater. Well,
1: that's what your response usually is, so I don't know why...
0: (laughs) It's a no, difficult. no. My default response is to say that you're just wrong. Oh, <laughs> that's sorry, yeah, that's my bad.
1: Uh, obviously, you're wrong because if I don't like it, then it's obviously not worth. You're anything. misinformed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything. Wow, I did. That's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a clip of the yellow Eminem into the podcast here, and a clip of J.K. Simmons being J.J. <laughs> J.K. Bring James me Jameson pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> and see how different these things really are, because that is insane
1: you said to tell our fans crispy m ms are back not those fans did you mean this fan? where you been looking for you all morning why don't you pay your phone bill mad scientist goes berserk and we don't have pictures i
0: heard spider-man was there where were you photographing squirrels you're fired but that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight so let's let's just get into andor yeah shall we? sorry that was a real
1: <laughs> that was a real tangent but i found that out today while i
0: was watching andor so i was just like oh yeah this makes sense all right. We're going to talk about Andor today. We are going to be talking about episodes one through six. So we know that the seventh episode has come out, but I haven't watched it yet. Just to be true to, you know, I want to, I want to stick to those one through six. We're taking it at the midway point. There's 12 episodes in this season. So we're going, to be, we're going to be breaking it down halfway through and we'll revisit it again at the end of the season. We're not going to touch on every point because there's six episodes to cover and we're not going to go through absolutely everything. We'll be here forever the first question we've got to ask is are you enjoying it so far well if you're asking me my answer is yes
1: i'm enjoying it what about you (laughs) (laughs) no i mean i'm enjoying it the first episode i was kind of locked in from the first episode yeah which was good because the second episode really didn't do anything for me Mm. you know it was kind of kind of just it didn't add anything it was kind of just trying to flesh out more of the the world, but it was bringing up his childhood and his childhood to me is just totally irrelevant to the story so far. You know what I mean? Like how he was from Canary and he got picked up by that old lady. I
0: can't remember her name either. Marva.
1: Marva. Thank
0: you. And um, let's, and if we're being honest, abducted, straight up abducted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> well, didn't want to go. go. He was going to die. He I was... mean, no, no, no. Cause like the dude was like, let's leave him. And she's like,
0: he'll die. So, did him a favor yeah to an extent you can say that but i also think that being from australia and the history that australia has with the abduction of children you know the stolen generation that's not my history bro i it? just i just want to put it on the record I'm that like <laughs> this white savior coming in and being like all right, he'll be better <laughs> off with us <laughs> not necessarily the case i feel like yes he had a nice life Marvel looked after him afterwards but that's a little bit problematic in the sense that she literally just kidnapped this dude. Also, why is he French? Well, I don't know.
1: You know what I mean? Marv's not French. I don't know. That's it, that's just not, the accent. And like, he fucking grew up on some backward ass planet that wasn't speaking English at all. Yeah. And so he's gone, oh yes, uh, I'm Andor. Uh, <laughs> um, no, anyway, I'm just taking a piss. Um, <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. Like, oh, like we're talking about, I think the third and the sixth episode is where it's at because like we were saying it's like they've broken up the series into three episode arcs yes yeah so it's like you know in the first three episodes it was him a little bit of his backstory and then him leaving his home planet or his his new home planet yeah his second home planet Canari. what Canari. i thought Canari was where he was born oh yeah <laughs> Canary is where he's born Yes Yeah what do you want about You fucking <laughs> You muppet Shut My up bad. man Shut <laughs> up Anyway So yeah In the first three episodes He leaves Canary And then he also leaves Wherever the hell he's from Elsewhere Because he's looking for his sister And then in the Third uh, Fourth Fifth and sixth episode He's like Kind of joined up with A team of rebel Air quotes For rebels
0: Yeah very much uh, A uh the starter, the startup. They're like the a guerrilla group. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, they've got no organization whatsoever.
0: <laughs> they're trying. Nah, Look, you can try all you want, but like, seriously, like. They're doing their best. <sighs> Ferex was the, uh, the other planet. Thank you. <laughs> no, they're very much, they're very much doing their best. They're um, a bit ragtag. They kind of seem to be like thrown together, but they're making it work. They're doing their best. Can I ask you a question? What the fuck happened to Sintra? She got left behind.
1: Yeah, but she just walked out the door.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know. We don't know what the outcome of that so is. But just she kind like, of just like walked into the group that was observing the eye.
1: Yeah, she was just like, "Peace out, homies. I'm fucking out of here."
0: Yeah, poor Sintra. I'm enjoying it. I'm really, really liking it so far. I I do like what you said. The uh, the fact that it's kind of broken into these three three episode arcs. It's kind of like each three episodes is its own own movie you just feel like you get a bit more out of it yeah yeah and i mean you're saying like you were hooked from the very the very first episode those those first sort of 10 minutes where when he's on that planet and he enters the brothel yeah yeah that i was like i was really sucked into it from there i
1: felt it felt like when you first meet him on rogue one you know yeah. how he's like doing that deal and then they're
0: like oh i can't get out he's like don't worry i've got you yeah and then he just fucking yeah pow. pops him in the back it is it's one of those things that i think like highlights who Cassian is as a character, and that he seems to have his motivations are good. Like he's trying to find his long lost sister, but maybe the way he goes about it isn't necessarily the best. <laughs> morally great? Don't you mean Clem? Clem? Yeah.
1: Oh, that should have been your intro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Clem to my Andor.
1: Yeah. The Clem to my Cassian.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit morally grey. One. One thing I have found about this show, though, is that. It's not something which, like, I found that you can't really second screen it. Like, you can't you can't watch this while scrolling on your phone or doing something else.
1: I did try that today. And because, then I, was,
0: I gave up about 10 minutes into the fourth episode. Yeah, yeah. And, because it's um, not something which is just like, oh, he's action-packed. And, like, you know, it's something which is much slower paced. Yeah, and, well, that's,
1: that's like what we are talking about, the third and sixth episode. That's when the shit went down. Like, yeah. it was all built up before that. Yeah. And then it was like a reset and then it built up again. Yes. It'll be interesting to see if the next three episodes are the same.
0: Yeah, I think it will be. I think I ho- it be. I hope it is because I like how it's going because it feels like you're getting more out of it. Well, it feels like everything is kind of, because it is so condensed and so compact, it feels like everything is is answered. You know, it's like asked and answered. You don't have these, like there is some hanging questions there. Yeah, where's his
1: sister, Rick?
0: Yeah, but that's like, I'm, I'm assuming that that's going to be something which is going to be... I mean, there's also a second season coming, right? Like we know that there's another 12 episodes coming after this season's finished. So I'm assuming there's going to be some questions that aren't answered, but every three episodes feel satisfying. Like I'm not left thinking like, ah, this was such a waste of my time. If we talk about our most re- recent episode, we talk about She-Hulk, where we talked about when we did the review for that seven episodes in, like this could have been better if there was like just dumped the whole season and you could have binge watched it. I don't feel that much. I don't feel like that as much with this, because I'm feeling quite satisfied with the way that everything is kind of progressing and the way that the character arc and the story arc is progressing. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling
0: it. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I don't know, like for Star Wars, it is quite different though. It's not classic Star Wars. And I haven't really been as online with Andor as I have with other things that we've talked about. So I I'm not I'm not as Clued in with the online reaction to this so far, but obviously, as we said, like our reaction so far has been that we're loving it. But it is very different, and I think we have to acknowledge the fact that this isn't classic Star Wars. That's why I like it, though. It just feels a little bit more adult. Yeah, well, the one—it's a little bit grimy. It's a little bit dirty. Yeah, yeah, which is which is what Cassian Andor is supposed to be, right? Like that's how he was presented to us in Rogue One. I mean, we've talked, we've we've done this a few times. We've talked about different properties and how every time they kind of change genre that we enjoy that. And I really, really like this. That This is not that classic sci-fi. Like obviously there is that sci-fi element to it because it's set in the, in the universe of star Wars, but it's a bit more espionage. It's a bit more drama than it is just like shoot them up all the pew, time. Pew, pew. Yeah. Yeah. There's pew, not lasers. And Don't get too cocky kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm really liking it. I know that they're like, I've, I've spoken to a few people and they've said that it's quite slow, which again, like... Pagans.
1: <laughs> Watch it in three episode sittings. Yeah. And I like, think that's- Like the seventh episode's out now. Yeah. I'm going to wait till the ninth one's out. Are you actually? Yeah. Oh, I'll be watching it week to week. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. like...
0: Instant gratification. It's just,
1: it's just because like of the way I felt watching the second episode. Mm. I was just like, eh, eh. Yeah. I just don't really. Yeah. And then when the third one came in, I was like, okay. Because I was like, oh, yeah, one. I liked it. Cool. What's next? Uh, second. Uh, slow. Third one. Okay. Yes. And then fourth and fifth were kind of just like a steady build up. It was interesting, but I wasn't like on the edge of my seat or anything. And then in the sixth episode, I was just like, holy shit. It's all going down. Yeah. Also.
0: The sky is on fire and I love it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That was... I, I mean, let's let's just talk about it now. The The quality of this show compared to other products that have come out is just phenomenal. Like, let's just, like, forget it. just it. looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Visually, it looks amazing. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. There's a
1: six-horned sheep
0: in this one. Okay. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Why that's the thing that you brought up and not the eye... Well, is, I figured you'd take care of it. <laughs> like, bro, I really loved that six horn sheep. I did. I saw that and I was like, fuck, I wish that was real.
1: <laughs> That'd be fucking tough. Imagine having that
0: on your farm. Someone pulls up. Bitch, what do you want? It, had been, it was just a sheep though, right? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, like a goat. A goat kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think you can beat a sheep in a fight?
1: A sheep? Yeah. Yeah.
0: A goat? No, no, no. I think
1: I can take a goat. It depends. You know what I mean? Like, I, I truly believe that 90, uh, 98% of people completely underestimate animals that are backed into a corner. Like, you know, you because if it's like, you get into a, imagine like WWE cage, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know what
0: I'm talking about. A UFC cage. No, 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 no. Oh, hell, oh, yeah, we talked about this the
1: other episode, the Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, yep, yeah. Yep. You and a fucking sheep. That sheep knows it's going to die unless it gets you. I don't care, man. I'm bodying a sheep. I don't know.
0: I am fucking bodying a sheep. I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like people are soft. I mean, people, yeah, not me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the big, tough Rick. No, I'm talking about me specifically. Uh, Rick, I'll buy you a sheep <laughs> if this is where it goes to. I think we'd have Peter on our back if we did that. <laughs> oh, I won't tell anyone. <laughs>
1: that was just a joke. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That'd be so funny to watch you. Trying to take down a sheep and it's just fucking kicking your ass. I Nah, there's no way. What are you I, talking about? I it, would demolish a sheep. Alright, so at the very start, the sheep's just rabid and it just runs right at you. What are you doing? I would just sidestep it. You're not that quick. I'm pretty quick, man. You're not that quick. Lateral
0: quickness. I'm very all right. agile.
1: Alright, now you, all right, say you sidestep it and you get hands on it. Yeah.
0: If that thing kicks you, it hurts. That's all right. I'm jumping on its back. I'm sidestepping, going straight to the back, hands around the neck, and I'm just laying down. That's it. Dead weight. The sheep is not carrying my weight. Do you could beat a cow? Look, I've had this conversation with friends before. We had, we had a conversation of what is the largest animal that you think you could beat in a fight. I think I, think I have a good shot of beating a cow. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> No way in hell, This Rick. is the response that I get every single time. Because you don't. Well, here's the thing, no right? No, you don't. No, no, no. Let this me, let so me. so stupid. Let me say my piece. This let is the me dumbest thing piece. ever.
1: Anyone who ever thought that Rick was the smart one, this is it. <laughs> All right. This is the time you conference, conference, baby. This is the time you switch sides, people. <laughs>
0: Big brains, Robbie. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm smarter than a, than a cow. I hope so. You're right. So like, I've got, I've got the intelligence there. <sighs> imagine, imagine having to bring that up. Big bonus in the fact that I have opposable thumbs. I can grab. Cows can't grab. The cows, so the cows, their offense is kicking and headbutts. right? What else is a cow going to do? It could fucking land on you. It was not gonna jump on me. What are you talking about? He's <laughs> thinking like the cow coming off the top rope, no, no, no. All right flying so, so, elbow all right. So, from the cow. <laughs> no, well, like just just
1: based on how you thought you were gonna take down the sheep. You yeah, jump yeah. on its back. Yeah. Right? It starts trying to buck you, and then it just goes, fuck it, if he's gonna hold on, I'm just gonna roll onto my back. What then, Rick? Cows don't think like
0: that. You don't know. Cows aren't intelligent beings. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you, sir? What are we?
1: How intelligent do you think cows are? I've watched time. What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? I've watched. We're getting extremely (laughs) off track, Rick. That's what we're doing. You can't beat a cow. Okay. Uh, No. Agree to disagree. Tell me in words that you can't beat a cow. I'm
0: not going to say that.
1: All right. Wait. But there's a big question. Okay. In your head, is it a cow or is it a bull? A cow. Okay. Like a dairy cow. (laughs) <laughs> one of those, one of those really, really fat ones. It's been overfed because it just can barely move. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is so stupid.
1: Uh, uh, should we get back on topic?
0: Please. <laughs> so let's talk about the quality of cinema in Andor because it's fucking phenomenal. It is brilliant. We, I mean, you brought up the the six-horn sheep, <laughs> but. And let, let's be honest, the, the crowning achievement of this show so far is The Eye, episode six, The Eye. It's fantastic. It looks so good. Stunning. And the way that they built that up over the the two previous episodes, you know, they had the mention of it and all the locals are going to come up and they're all going to be wanting to, to view The Eye. And it's a once in a, once in a lifetime opportunity. It only happens X amount of years. And then you actually see it and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, I fully believe this. I fully believe that people would go on a pilgrimage to view this because this is incredible. Bro, I don't
1: know how there's people not traveling from, like, you know, like Coruscant to come see that Right? Shit. Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Just brilliant. And, I mean, you know, you talk about, oh, it's, it's a TV show. They're putting these things together to look good, but it looks so, so good. Like, I was totally sucked into that. I believed it. Like, that was something which I bought of, of this is beautiful. This is absolutely stunning. This is one of the best things that I've seen. This is one of the like visually best things that I've seen in Star Wars for as long as I can remember.
1: Well, that's 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 where I took my only form of issue with it. I was like, this looks so good. How are these people the only ones coming here?
0: Actually, <laughs> <You know laughs> yeah, so I mean?
1: like the realism of it is that no, no, people would be here to watch this. Yeah, because I'm like, the Empire obviously knows about it because they have posted up here. Yeah. Why aren't there like... You'd think like some chief commanders would be like here for a meeting while this is on or something like that. Well, it
0: does seem that Aldani, the planet that it was on, was some kind of like backwater planet in the sense that they didn't really seem to be like super highly technologically advanced. There wasn't a lot of people coming and going, so maybe it's just this kind of planetary secret, sort of maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll run with that. We'll give it that. <laughs> but I really. And this brings me kind of to the next point that I wanted to talk about with this is that there seems to be an importance placed within Andor and within the making of Andor on just the quality of what it is and not just making a Star Wars story. Like this goes beyond just being, this is not just a good Star Wars story. This is not just a good Star Wars product. This is a good TV show and good quality production just in itself as well. That we talked about this beforehand Tony Gilroy, who is the director and you know kind of the the runner behind all of this, is not a fan of Star Wars, and I, I don't know that, how
1: you can say that though, after directing Rogue One.
0: Yeah, yeah, you Tony Gilroy, I mean? who is the director of Rogue One,
1: yes. Like, how is he still not? I, I, cause I, and I know it's kind of like it's a bit douchey to be like, "Oh, of course I'm a fan. Just see my movie." Yeah. <laughs> um. Surely after kind of involving himself in it, he's like, oh, I can appreciate it. And I think it's
0: more of one of those things of like, he didn't grow up a fan. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, like he's not, like J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, John Favreau, they all grew up as fans of Star Wars. Whereas Tony Gilroy, she's like, yeah, look, Star Wars exists, but I'm just here to create a good quality TV show, good quality movie. I'm not here to, to fan cast for myself and live out the stories that I played out in my head when I was a child. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's a good thing. Well, I mean, so far, um, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, yeah, like the proof's in the pudding, right? He created Rogue One, which was fantastic. One of the best things to come out of Star Wars since Disney took over. And, I mean, you said one of the best things to come out of Star Wars since you've been alive.
1: Yeah, which isn't, you know, to be fair, there's only, what, three things of Star Wars that came out before Disney took it since I've been alive?
0: Well, Clone Wars.
1: Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just the fact that that's since like 1999, that's such a long stretch of time. Yes. (laughs) But yeah, he created, created Rogue One, directed Rogue One, and then, you know, making Andor now, which is also just...
1: I think he did the screenplay for Rogue One. I don't think he directed it.
0: Well, I know that there was like issues behind the scenes with that. I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to think back to it now, that... They had like reshoots and recuts. Because I'm
1: currently on his IMDb, and he doesn't have director's credits. Ah, for, okay.
0: For I know that he was Rogue very One, heavily he, involved in Rogue One. He's got screenplay by. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So he created it basically. Yeah. He didn't direct it, but he created it. Okay. But yeah, again, as I said, opposed to people like J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and John Favreau, who are recreating the games that they played with their toys when they were younger, he's just creating good quality product and good quality stories that are based in the universe of Star Wars as opposed to being Star Wars stories. And I really like I think he's doing a phenomenal job so far. I am a big fan of what he's doing.
1: As you should be, he is doing a very good job. (laughs) (laughs) Keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Gilroy, if you're listening, good job. Uh, Yeah, yeah. and also if you're listening, I'd make a great Wookiee. (laughs) <laughs> 611 just just saying
0: yeah yeah. look I, I would agree with that if there's one one person or one thing that you could be in the Star Wars universe it would be a Wookiee yeah like a Wookiee Sith would be sick <laughs> <laughs> maybe with like a Trident lightsaber no. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting into this whole thing that we just talked about of you know, not a, not a fan growing up, so I didn't create these weird stories in their head.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, all right, maybe not a Trident, but definitely a Jetpack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, should we talk about... How you'd make a great Ewok. Wow. <laughs> That's just hurtful.
1: Fine, Jawa, whatever. Don't even have to, <laughs> even have to show your hairy face. Wow. Okay. I- <laughs> I'm just so set off by the things you've already said in this podcast. (laughs) I'm going to bring it up. The fact that I could beat a cow.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) couldn't. Let's not go there again. You so (laughs) couldn't. You definitely couldn't. It's fine. No, what I was going to say is let's talk about the main character, the titular character, Cassian Andor. Do you like Cassian Andor as a character so far?
1: I've loved him since he's so good. <laughs> since, I've loved him since 2016, <laughs> since the first time I laid eyes on him. I am really he, enjoying his arc. since he killed that narc in that back alley. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't climb.
0: Yeah, he's a very he's a very cool character. He's very suave, isn't he? He's from the first episode in this. You get the sense that he's a bit of a he seems like he's a little bit of a no hoper Like he kind of almost feels like. Things just never go his way. He's like living in yeah, this. He's always,
1: he's always kind of just like, man, everything just sucks all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And to be fair, it does. But, oh yeah, absolutely. But it's like,
1: bro, come on. You're supposed to be like this whole fucking hero thing. Get Clearly had go. a
0: thing with Bix and that's not a thing anymore. So everything's going downhill See, I never clock I never clocked that. No, just, oh, I, there was definitely some chemistry and tension between Bixen and and Cassian.
1: I, th- I mean, I I clocked attention, but I was just like, oh, that's just like some fucking flirty shit. No, nah, there was all.
0: definitely and that was that was why Tim was Tim the cuck. He was he was so hey, what? <laughs> what? hey, he's not a cuck. He oh. he's not a cuck if he gets it. Uh, look,
1: if look. he gets it, he's not a cuck.
0: Look, you shut your mouth. There was very very big cuck energies look, coming from Tim. He he was about to get cucking, but then he fucking. <laughs>
1: He would have been cucking if he didn't blow the whistle, but he did. So we hate Tim. Let's
0: leave it at that. You shut your mouth. Boo, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Tim's the worst. Ew, Tim. But yeah, oh yeah. No, definitely, definitely some, definitely some chemistry between Bix and Andor. But yeah, you do get the sense that just his life has not been hasn't been easy, but it's also it's also kind of been because of some of the choices that he's made as well. Oh yeah. That's that's the sense that I got from him. And that, that kind of this no hoper attitude of or this no hoper sort of aura around him then kind of changes into the idea of him being a survivor. And I think like, you know, the fact that he's had to live this relatively tough life and had to get himself out of obviously quite quite a few sticky situations by the by the scenes of it, is he he does come out quite competent as well. Uh-huh. And I think that's very evident when he joins up with this uh, Ragtag group of rebels, and that they are not prepared for this at all. And Andor, who is, you know, made made his life kind of as a bit of a bit of a scoundrel and scavenger, and and that, but he kind of comes in there and starts telling like you guys don't have a clue of what you're doing, do you? Yeah, they were fucking hopeless. So, I it's interesting to see where he fits into all of this. Like, I think the 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 idea that I get of him at the moment is obviously he's not he's not bought into the rebel cause, right? Like, he's He's got the 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 manifesto from Nemec now, but he's not he's not in on the course. He's still out there surviving. He's in it for himself right now. The where does he fit into the galaxy as a whole? And I think that's a question that he's asking himself because he doesn't like his motivations are a little bit unclear, other than the fact that he wants to find his sister.
1: Totally different topic, but like because you mentioned that they're making season two, do you think that they'll intro um, Alan Tudyk's character?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely K2SO. Yeah, K2SO. Again, I haven't watched season uh, episode 7, but I have a feeling like I've seen a couple of pictures and I don't know if it was. No, right. shut up. Okay. Shut your fucking I look, up. I may be 100% I'm not talking about wrong. episode
1: 7. I'm not talking about episode 7 doesn't exist in this podcast, okay? okay. Don't All even right. do that ever again. I'm sorry. I'm Holy sorry. Holy shit. I was about to bring a cow in here. <laughs>
0: and I was going to fuck you set up. it up. Holy shit, Rick. <laughs> My God, don't do that. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Off yes, your head. I do think that uh, K2SO will be in it. Was that so hard? I'm sorry. To use your words? Wow, look. All right, yes. chill. Chill. Oh. Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this again because you're getting oh. irrationally angry right now. <laughs> no. Speaking of... Is K2SO one of your favorite robots? Favorite droids? I mean, it's got to be. He's like... I, I would say K2SO at least top three.
1: I mean, you just can't... Like you have got to put him above everyone except for C3PO and R2D2, aren't you?
0: I feel like you've got to put him ahead of C3PO. C- C3PO is a bit of a bitch. Let's be honest. Yeah, but that's what. Oh, what? I, mean, I think it's but for that, me. It's, it's
1: like him and C him and R2D2 are like the they bounce off each other. I mean,
0: I get it. You know? I get it. But that's like the whole thing. In terms of like enjoyment and who's a better character, it's not C3PO, right? Like it's definitely K2SO. And there's heroic sacrifice at the end of Rogue One, heartbreaking. I nearly cried watching a droid die. So it has to be, yeah. I, I would say like K2SO is probably my number two. But on that, talking about fantastic droids, B2 Emo, Cassian's, Cassian's droid that uses up too much power when it lies. I love that thing. Oh my goodness. I love that thing. Wow. I want one. Yeah. What, it's what, just a
1: fucking Roomba. What a fucking sweetheart.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Go home. Precious. He's, he's like, go home before you run out of power. He's like, okay. Just protect B2 Emo at all costs. Just what what an adorable, precious little thing. Big fan of B2 Emo. I don't have me I don't have anything else that I really want to say about B2 Emo. I just wanted to give him some props on the episode on the episode because
1: <laughs> just give him some credit. He's great.
0: He's great. He's he's fucking lovely. I love him. So yeah, andor working to try and find his place in this. Where do you think he's gonna go now that he's got the manifesto? He's he's taken his credits and he's bailed. <sighs> He's bailed on the rebellion up until this point, but he's taken Nemec's manifesto.
1: Look, I reckon, I reckon he'll find like he's gonna find his sister, but he's gonna be like too late. You know what I mean? Something's gonna have happened, yeah, and it's gonna be because of the Empire, and then he's gonna
0: go back to the Empire uh, to the rebellion and be like, "All right, let's." Fucking go. So you're going to be like the last nail in his coffin and it'll, that'll be his, that'll be his spurring moment.
1: I believe so. Cause I'm just thinking of like his whole speech that he gave Jyn Erso in Rogue One. Mm, yep. He's like, I've been in this fight since I was 12. Yeah. And he's like, we've all done things and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit's going to get real,
0: real fast. I, I think... I mean, obviously we're going into another like three episode arc because that's, that has been said that this is the way that it's going to be working. It's going to be. Oh, each, have they said that? Yeah. 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 Oh, each, each three episodes is going to be a damn time. It. Arc.
1: I thought, I thought that we were both just like real slick with it. We oh no, like, no, 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 That isn't. Damn. That's-
0: <laughs> damn it. I was just like,
1: man, that's so good that we noticed that. Cause that's, like, <laughs> that's like really clever of us. To well, look, seen. it's
0: really good that you noticed that without being, you know, like you still noticed it. You still picked it up. Yeah, I know, but I
1: didn't know that it was something that they like did and announced.
0: Oh yeah. But this is the, like this is what happens when you're not like checked in on the internet, you know? Like you don't really use social media that much, so you don't really follow these kinds of things. You're doing a good job, man. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. Don't talk down to me. <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking up, man. You son, I, I'm trying to support you. You son of a bitch. Like, don't you dare patronize me. Don't you dare <laughs> Wow, all right. Sorry. I was just trying to be a good friend. That's fine. When? <laughs> when have you ever... All right, stop.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you start off every podcast belittling me. My own mother won't even listen to this anymore. I still can't get over that. I can't... Oh, I get... you, you can't
0: get over it. <laughs> I have to see her when I go home. <laughs> I they ever went to your house and she's like, I listened to your podcast and I stopped after four episodes because you're too mean to my son. It's like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell him, mum. It's like, yeah. Shani, that's my favorite part. That's why I do this. I hate this
1: podcast, but I hate your son more. But I love demoralizing your
0: son. That's where I get my kicks. Speaking of demoralizing, let's talk about the Empire. What a segue.
1: They kind of, they just seem very non-threatening. They're very... You ag- know what I mean? Because like, it's like, uh, they pointed it out. In, I think the fourth or fifth episode, they were like, Yeah, there's like no one there because no one, like, because they're kind of just so confident that no one's gonna fuck with them.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So they're all kind of just sitting back, just kind of like, Oh, yep, another day, another
0: dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Complacent. Yeah. Well, that's why, it's what Andor says in the third episode where he's talking to uh, Skellan Skazgard, Stellen Skazgard's character. Uh, and says that they're all fat and lazy. You know, you can just walk in like you belong, and they believe it. That, like, that is the perfect, the perfect way to describe the Empire at this point: fat and lazy. And then you have the uh, the commander, the commander on Aldani, who can't even put his belt on anymore <laughs> because he's gotten so fat with complacency as well. It's yeah, it's a very good commentary on where the Empire is at this point in time. I really, really like it. I think it's really good because it also I think fleshes out the Empire in the sense that you see all these things in the movies and like Obi-Wan, for example, where everyone's like, oh, why is the Empire so incompetent? It's like, yeah, well, it's because they're so lazy and complacent. Well, it's just because like they dominated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at the end of Revenge of the
1: Sith, they went out and they just took on the whole galaxy and won. Yeah, took over everything. And so it's not like... It, even in Obi Wan, it's not like a Rebel Force had like a, aligned itself yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They'd barely come together for Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, it, they only
0: just managed to squeak out a victory there.
1: Yeah, so it's not like that. There was anything that they had to worry about. They didn't really of, have any threats. It was just did they? like it was just local shit. You know, it's like oh, we've set up on this planet and they're giving us a little bit of a hard time because they don't like that we're taxing them now. Yeah. So, you know, just deal with them. And then that was dealt with. And then you'd have the same thing, you know, on the other side of the galaxy. So it's not like, oh, this is organized. We've got to watch out. They're kind of just like, yeah, just like, they're just, they're just covering fires as they come.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, I can't remember her name, but the, the lady in the ISB is starting to put that together now. She's starting to realize that these things are a bit connected and there might be something a bit more to this than just random little spot fires, which is obviously the starting of the rebellion itself. But yeah, it's um, I, I think that this is a very good characterization of the empire because, as you said, like they haven't had any major threats to come up with. They've kind of just wiped everything out that they've that has stood in their way. So they've gotten to this point now where like we're safe.
1: My like, biggest com- thing with that is um, in the Obi Wan series, yeah, with was it Fortress um, Inquisitor- Inquisitoris. Inquisitoris. Yep. fucking Obi Wan just waltzed in, right. Well, no, he swam in. He swam in, but, <laughs> but so did Cal Kestis yeah. in the yeah. Fallen Order game, which is canon. Yeah. So it's like the, the one place that everyone's like, oh. Like they both said, oh, this will work because no one's crazy enough to do it. But yeah. someone had done it before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they still didn't change anything because they're like, well, oh, that was a one-off. <laughs> How many Jedi are out there willing to do this? Apparently two, at the very least two.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I, I guess like the other side of that as well is that then, and I think that this sort of more solidifies the point of them being lazy is then you have, uh, is it Tala who was the Imperial officer in Obi-Wan who just waltzed in there and then was just bluffing the entire time Mm. of the whole, and like, you know, they don't check any credentials because nobody wants to get into trouble.
1: Yeah, exactly. She was just like, Oh yeah, I can, I could pull out my credentials. Yeah
0: if you want to deal with this guy. Yeah. But and then, then, I'm, then I'm going to tell the head inquisitor that you're the one that held me up and they're like, Oh, okay. No, no, don't worry about it. You can go straight through That's fine. That, that you is... know that, you know that that guy was killed. Oh as yeah. Soon as yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, bro. who let them <laughs> <him> in? <laughs> oh, it was him. But she said she was here to see you. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. She lied. Yeah. Now I think that's the, uh, I think that's a very good example of that. That it just and I think that's something that's really good about Obi-Wan and this that sort of like ties in together is that you are seeing that complacency of the Empire. And even though they are this, you know, galaxy spanning mega power, that the reason why they can fall is because the people within it aren't aren't necessarily bought in or aren't true believers, unlike, you know, old mate Cyril, who was part of the like local security forces. But you've also got to remember how
1: far spread they are. Yeah. Because they, they've they taken over a galaxy. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a government, a, a, a single government that's taken over a galaxy. And they've taken over smaller planetary governments, you know, and placed a few head officials in there to run the show with their own government. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the Cyril guy, they were under Imperial um, command, but they were still running their own thing.
0: Yeah. It's like a private security force within. Yeah. But then now they're just like, we'll take it from here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, they're not good. They're not good at their job. (laughs) (laughs) Cyril in particular. (laughs) Cyril just clearly didn't have the stones for it either.
1: No, I was going to say, Cyril was very clearly. Out of his depth. Out of his depth in the field. Yeah. From, from his chair. He was absolutely right. I was telling you, I was like, this is like Reva all over again because his boss was like, "Yep, let's just say that they died doing something heroic and call it a day." Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "What? No, that's one of ours. We gotta, we gotta go out there." And so He actually did his job.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: then he was like, he got like he got in his head and he was just like, "I'm gonna be the boss."
0: Last well, thing though, like Cyril
1: is a true believer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the boss of this group. Yeah. So I'm gonna get this done and I'm gonna get that guy fired and then I'm gonna be the boss and I'm gonna run the show. And then just fucked up because
0: he's a giant pussy. And then you see his um his speech, <laughs> trying to like boost the morale of the troops before they take on Andor, and it's just and every everybody there is just listening to him cringing. It's like, oh yeah, buddy, you are not you not you're not built for this. <laughs> you need to you need to stay home, go back to mum. I mean, it's it's just solidified when Andor gets
1: the gets the sneak on him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gets the drop on him. Yeah, he's just like. How many of you are there? He's like, "Oh my god, there's twelve. Oh, oh, I'm 14, 14. 14. There's fourteen of us." He's like, "Please don't
0: hurt me, please." Buddy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. this they all got out of hand. I, re- I really apologize. This was a total accident. I didn't even know who you were. <laughs> yeah, we were not We won't try to cause any problems. I, I I swear. I swear. Yeah, no. We did yeah. you a favor. We killed Bix's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I was just like, "All oh, is forgiven, my dear." It's like,
0: oh, well. I guess I'll just stay here. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go anywhere. Oh, oh, Bix is single? Oh. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll stay on Ferex then. That's fine. <laughs> Rick really likes Bix. <laughs> Bix is great. Bix is-, <laughs> <laughs> Bix is great. I like Bix. Look, we had what, like two episodes of Bix? Bix is great. <laughs>
1: uh, she's better than whoever the. Who's the chick that was in that rebel group? Not Sintra, the
0: blonde one? Oh, yeah. Nah. She's, she sucked. Yeah, no, nah, she wasn't good. She's a bit... Yeah, nah, not a fan.
1: She had, like... She didn't bring anything to that team. Well, she was the leader.
0: Uh, until she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, she got a bit of cold feet in it. Should we talk about the Rebels? Yeah. Should we talk about the group? Yeah. Should we talk about Nemec, in particular? The, uh... The heart and soul of that team. The heart and soul. The, the clear... You're not going to make it out of this alive, out of this siege. <laughs> as
1: soon, as soon as Andor sat down with him one-on-one, I was
0: like, oh, this poor kid's dead. Oh, yeah. Go, going into that, going into the heist, how many people did you think were going to make it out? I literally thought it was only going to be Andor. Yeah. I was kind of leaning that way as well. I was like, oh, Andor, maybe, uh, maybe the leader lady, she might make it out, which in the end she did. <laughs> I think, yeah, she was the only other one that made it out. And yeah, that was it. She, was like, she
1: was the only one that survived. Yeah. Yeah. But not the initial. Hopes. Well, we don't
0: know about Sintra. She might. She might still be okay. She's. She's still on. She's, she's still farm. on aldani Yeah, she's gone back to that farm. Yeah, just yeah, just wandered into the, wandered into the crowd and disappeared. But yeah, it's yeah. As soon as Namek and and Andor started talking, like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry, this is not going to end well for you. I I honestly I think that he's going to be the turning point for Andor in this story. Oh, definitely and obviously that's the whole point of the manifesto that's going to light a bit of a fire under Andor I think I think he will be not, I'm not going to say indoctrinate he's not going to get indoctrinated in it but he's going to be inspired by, by Nemec and his writing to then take up the rebel cause from there just hate skein <laughs> I was, yeah that was the next one just- skein. that was my uh. that was my alternative introduction for you tonight it was going to be uh the skein to my Andor but I thought like that was, yeah. I mean, you're not that slimy. <laughs> that slimy? Not that slimy. You're not that untrustworthy. I'm not
1: slimy at all.
0: No, look, you you got here early today, so I was like, oh, look. And last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, you, you, you're getting better. I'm two for two. Like, that's how okay, we'll go with Tim. Tim's better than Skeen, I guess. Yeah, Skeen, Skeen is just an absolute scumbag. Look,
1: the only thing good about Tim is that he gets it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah, it. Yeah. If he didn't, if he was pure cuck, I'd rather be Skeen. I'd rather be Skeen. <laughs> I would rather be Skeen.
0: Fully. Yeah. Well, we have... Skeen knows what he is. We have Nemec who talks to uh, Andor, Cassian, Cassian Andor about his his place within the war as a mercenary. You know, and obviously, you can be a tool, a tool to be used by the rebels in this and I think at, at the start, Nemec was like, oh, I'm not really a big fan of having this this like hired gun here. And then on the flip side of that, you've got Skeen, who is obviously not telling people that he's there for himself and there for selfish reasons, but he's 100% there for selfish reasons as well. That was just kind of, I mean, plotting with them, but also plotting against them the entire time. And never, never had a brother that, that owned an orchard that was killed by the Empire. Just absolute scumbag. And... Was there any doubt in your mind that Cassian was going to kill him when Skeen came up to him, and was like, "Oh, look, forty million, we can split it, forty million each, we can get out of here, and I'll, I'll forget about you."
1: Uh, no, I've, I'm surprised he got to talk for as long as he did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's that highlights the difference between Skeen and Andor is that Skeen is just scum. Andor's
1: whereas... Andor's not in it to fuck over people.
0: No, and like he does, he does he's, questionable he's, things. He's only
1: worried about himself at this point. At this point. But he's not doing stuff to like if it's gonna fuck someone over, he will think about trying it another way. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? he's got that like moral conscious.
0: Yeah. I think at this point in time he's more, he's he's someone that clearly operates in the grey and sometimes in the darker shades of those grey.
1: Oh holy shit, as soon as you said grey I thought of grey Jedi, and then I just realized the Jedi Tales thing is coming out soon. Yes. Yes it is.
0: Oh my god. And um, looking forward to that as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Shit. (laughs) Talking about Andor, because we'll talk about Tales of the Jedi later. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. He's like, that obviously highlights the difference between him and Skeen, that Skeen is just dark. Like he, he, he is just a shit bag that is there for himself. Whereas Andor is there for himself. He's there to survive. And he's like, his, his main goal in this is to just make it out alive. That, and he, he states as much, but at the same time, he's not there to actively screw anybody over. And that's where like, he fits into that a little bit more than what Skeen does, who was like, oh, no, I'm just here for my credits, man. I'm just here to...
1: I'm just here to ball
0: up. Exactly, yeah. Get, get my coin up. Yeah, for 40 million credits, I can, I can forget all about you and live my own life. It's like, well, no. And then like, that is obviously, again, highlighted when Cassian does kill Skeen, walks into the, uh, walks into the operating table where Nemec is dead pull one out for Nemec. and he's just like, look, I'm just taking I'm sorry.
1: It just bothered me so much.
0: That he died or the how, way that how he, died? he died? Yeah, he crushed
1: died. Because he, he's just like, I can't feel my legs. I'm like, okay, fine. You're you're fine. Yeah. And then he's just like, it's
0: yeah. like, what? God what on. happened? It's like, oh. Yeah, what I, happened? I, I'd say it's like, oh, he's just gonna be a wheelchair. That's he's okay. He can live, he can live a fantastic life in a wheelchair. And then yeah.
1: Especially a Star Wars wheelchair, he can just fly now.
0: Yeah, and then not nah, dead. It's like, ah. Shit, okay. That was. I, I really wanted the
1: blonde chick to kill him on the table. Why? Well, just, you know. Why did you think that? Did you think that was going to happen? No, I wanted to, like when Skeen was, because she wanted to leave him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't want to jeopardize the mission. She didn't want to jeopardize
1: the mission. But as soon as Skeen was like, let's just fucking go. I was just like,
0: man, imagine if he walks in and she's just like smothering him. Jesus. <laughs> of all the ways to do it. You think in Star Wars they're just gonna hold a pillow over his face? <laughs> oh know It's gritty. I mean, yeah, but also, I don't think that really fits into the Star Wars universe. Getting smothered with a pillow. Whatever, man. <laughs> Either way. No, I what, what I was gonna say is that I think that it's yeah, the fact that Andor just walks in and he's like, I'm just taking what I'm owed. And then he leaves the rest to her. He's like, I'm out of here. Bye. That's, you know, like, obviously you're highlighting that his, his main thing was just to survive and get out But also out of she
1: this. can't fly the ship.
0: Yeah. That's like yeah. the whole, that was the whole thing about him being there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's a pilot. Oh yeah, cool. We kind of need him. And he's like, look, I'm just going to take what's mine. And I'm going to go. So did he just like offload everything that he wasn't taking and maybe. Then take the ship?
0: Yeah. Or did he just take the other dude's ship because he was going to buy it, wasn't he? No, do Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we'll find out in episode seven. I'll find out in like a day's time and you'll find out in three weeks. (sighs) You know what you've just done? What? I'm watching it tonight. (laughs) You son of a bitch. You feel good? I do. I feel great. Fuck you. (laughs) So I have one more question for you before we wrap up, but I want to know before I get to that, so far through six episodes, where are you rating Andor on a scale out of 10? Probably like an eight. Yeah. Yeah, eight and a half. Yeah, when it's good, it's good. Yeah, and then
1: like when it's when it's slow, I'm still in it, but I'm
0: kind of just like I'm kind of only in it because I know it's going to pick up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to pay attention. It's something you're forced to listen. You're forced to watch it. You can't. I said you can't second screen with this. You can't be sitting there scrolling on your phone and hoping to be able to keep up with everything. And that's as a uh, as a millennial who is addicted to technology, that's quite difficult to do. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I I am around about an eight for this as well. I think it's I think it's really really good. I think it's fantastic. I'm really enjoying it so far. You would copy me. Whatever. <laughs> Why would you do this? I mean, it's just
1: it's interesting that you ask me first and then give the same answer. You know. What do you want me to do? Oh, well, you give a different answer.
0: All right, um, nine. <laughs> That's high praise, Rick. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. (laughs) You dick. (laughs) Well, okay, well, there's no need for that. So the final question, because I because I'm enjoying this so much, I wanted to ask you, and I'll give my opinion on this as well, but because this has been so good and the quality of Star Wars products since Disney have taken over has been a little bit hit and miss. I wanted to get your Mount Rushmore of Disney Star Wars products. So your top four. You don't have to rank them. It, has, it doesn't have to be a one through four. Just your top four things that have come out since Disney took over Star Wars. And that's the you know the sequel trilogy, Rogue One, the final season of Clone Wars. We've had Star Wars Visions, the uh, the animated series, Bad Batch, Mandalorian, Book of Boat. There's been a lot. There's been a lot that's come out. So top four in no particular order. What are you What are you thinking so far? Okay. For the position of George
1: Washington, <laughs> I'm gonna put Rogue One. Do you know all four presidents that are on there? I do. Oh, okay. I do actually. I don't know who one of them is, but I do know who it is. All you right. know what I mean? Okay. The one that I so the one that I don't know who it is, and the in the position of Thomas Jefferson, you know. Okay. I don't yep. know anything about this guy. <laughs> and to be fair, I only know about George Washington because of Assassin's Creed. And I only know about Abraham Lincoln because he freed the slaves.
0: A fine educational resource, and Assassin's Creed. I
1: only know about Theodore Roosevelt, who's the fourth one, because of Nightly Museum, Robin Williams.
0: Good. Okay. And Good, so, well-educated man.
1: So, <laughs> for, for Thomas Jefferson, I've got Star Wars Visions. Visions? Visions. Wow, okay. I love... I'm such a huge fan of animations.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, some of my favourite shows is... Visions, um, love Death and Robots. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that series. Love it. Have
0: you been watching Chainsaw Man? I haven't watched the latest episode. Okay. Have I, you been enjoying it? I have been. For those of, for those at home, just give like a, a one sentence synopsis of what Chainsaw Man is. Uh, it's a dude that hunts devils with with another devil, and who
1: so he he he. Came across this devil when he was starving and he became friends with it. And then he was devil hunting for the Yakuza, which is the Japanese mafia. Yes. And they betray him because they also they were like, oh, well, if he can strike a deal with the devil, we're going to do the same and we can become more powerful. So we won't even need his help. Yes. Um, so then that devil and that mafia killed him. But yes. he also made a deal with his devil if he was ever to die. That his little devil would possess him so that he can like live on, Mm -hmm. which is what happened. By the way, his devil was the cutest. It was like a dog, but had a chainsaw blade on it. Yes. It was the cutest thing. Yes. So now he's got like this chainsaw cord coming out of his chest. And every time he rips it, he just turns into this absolute berserk beast with a chainsaw for a a head with a chainsaw
0: for a head and (laughs) on his hands that's what i wanted to get to this is how wild anime is at times is the chainsaw man which is one of the most popular anime like out at the moment one of the most popular manga in in production is a man with a chainsaw for a head
1: (laughs) that's fucking wild yeah you haven't even heard the half of it i know if you think that's wild you should actually watch other anime like what about death note I haven't watched Death Note. But do you know about it?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, the only anime that I've watched other than like, I don't know if you count Digimon as an anime. I do. I do. Yeah. But uh, One Punch Man is the only other one that I've watched in entirety. Like I've, I've watched One Punch Man. I've watched a little bit of Sword Art online. See, I, that,
1: that went hell dead for a minute, but apparently it's absolutely sick again.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think I can only watched like the first maybe 15 episodes or so. So I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on it at all. And yeah, I've never really watched a lot of anime, but yeah. Uh, me neither. Um, I just, when, you, when, you, when you started you know talking me, about anime, I was like, oh, we've got to talk about Chainsaw Man. Me <laughs> a devil hunter with a chainsaw for a head. Sick. Yes. So, all right. So Rogue One, Star Wars Visions. You've got two more spots to fill. I do. I do have two more spots
1: to fill. And the next spot for me is um, Theodore Roosevelt. Yep. Teddy. Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. The Mandalorian. And I chose his spot because I'm thinking like Grogu's kind of, you know, there's a bunch of like teddy bear Grogu's. Yep. And Theodore Roosevelt coined the teddy bear. Did he? Yeah. Ah. That's why it's called a teddy bear. Ah, I didn't know that. Because they went hunting and they came across a bear in a bear trap and he freed it. Oh, what a man. And so they were like, oh, it's a teddy bear. Cute. And now that's that. So, yeah. Okay. Shout out, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my last spot for Abraham Lincoln, you know. Yep. Freed the slaves. Big man. I'm going to give it to Star Wars and Clone Wars the last season.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Oof, those last three episodes of Clone Wars. Because they freed the series. Yeah. <laughs> I like the reasoning behind it. Thank you. Very nice. And or just missed out because I only...
0: Just remembered visions last minute. Yeah, Andor. Andor is very close for me. Andor is very, very close. And I think by season's end, I think I might have it in there. I I'm not willing to make that call just yet, though. Exactly. Six episodes in, it's fantastic. But I'm, six episodes in, it's in contention. Yeah, absolutely. And that, like that, just tells you how good a quality of this show actually. is. But it can is. also trip up. Yes. Yeah. It know? could. It could fall flat on its face. Exactly. But yeah, for me. It's Rogue One. Absolutely. Rogue One has to be mm-hmm, on there.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, final season of Clone Wars. Definitely. Yep, That's, mm-hmm. those, those final three episodes of Clone Wars was just like heartbreaking and just oh, yeah. like exhilarating at the same time. So absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Mandalorian, specifically season two. Yep. I said season two of Mandalorian was just for me, like peak Star Wars viewing, like just Exciting, and you've got like your week to week adventure, but you have the over like the overarching story as well. You're having the tie ins from things that you want to see, but also not necessarily having to see like having to have all of these different Easter eggs, and then the fact that it's just telling a good story as well, much the same as as Andor. And I think for my final spot, I'll go with Obi One. Up until this point, like obviously Obi One had its low points as well. It's not a perfect product, but those, those final few episodes of Obi-Wan as well were just phenomenal. And that final battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader gives me goosebumps every time I think about it. So that's going to be my final spot at this point. But I am leaving myself the right to change that come end of uh, Andor season one. I like it. Yeah. Very similar list. The only difference is uh, Visions and Obi-Wan. So.
1: Yeah, well, let's face it. There's no way in hell you weren't putting Obi-Wan on your list.
0: No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't stay true to myself and not do that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you'd not put on your list, I would have gone
0: ballistic. I would have been like bullshit,
1: fake fan, <laughs> fake news, lies,
0: hater, get the whole uh, hater. Saul Guerrero He a lies, <laughs> deception. <laughs> I'm tired of running. <laughs>
1: I am Saw Guerrero, and I'm tired of running.
0: That was me on the weekend. Plantar fasciitis I'm tired of running I can't do this anymore <laughs> I said uh there's a couple of obstacles in there that are kind of the more the more tricky tricky obstacles in true grip and that's uh the, the wall you' got to get over a wall which is I think about two meters high um with no like obviously no like steps or anything like that you got to jump up and pull yourself over it and there's the rope like the classic rope that you see in every every teen drama where like oh I've got gym class I have to climb the rope today So there's, those are like the two major obstacles, which I've done true grit three times now and I've never not made it over those obstacles. And I said on the weekend that if I ever fail that, I'm going to keep coming back to true grit until I fail that. And that's when I know that like, (laughs) I'm past my peak. I'm done.
1: (laughs) Can you climb a rope? Yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Got to the top, rang the bell. Yeah. It's a very, very satisfying feeling. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I, look, I am an elite athlete. This is why I do think that I can beat a, I can beat a cow in a fight. <laughs> this is what the male athletic form looks yeah, like. You might not like it, but this is peak male performance. <laughs>
1: well, is, that, is that the fat dude in the rollerblades? Yes. Yeah,
0: fuck, he's so
1: good. He's so good. What a legend. I just love seeing big men good at sport. You oh, know, yeah. It's so yeah. entertaining. Like Even like the the actual pro athletes like NFL players yeah. and um yeah. baseball players especially just
0: nat- like just talented not even that but like you get like
1: what was his name Babe Ruth he was a fat boy but he was like one of the best baseball players yeah. to ever play cuz yeah. he could just launch the ball
0: i mean let's let's also keep it 100 on Babe Ruth <laughs> it was competing in a time where it was only white guys so Okay. I'm just gonna say that like the competition was okay, probably less a little, little bit. Jerry West is
1: shit. Well, look.
0: <laughs> the the logo
1: in. sucks.
0: Yeah, look, look. Jerry West is great. We all love Jerry West. How is we Jerry West good if Babe Ruth isn't? I'm just saying. No, look, you're being biased because you I, like basketball I, and he's a Laker. That's all it is. <laughs> let's let's be honest, there was Jerry West was not just competing against white guys. Whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kareem was in the league. Wilt was in the league. Like, you know, some of the greatest athletes, greatest players of all time. Were they actually? Yeah. Yeah. Will was play- I'm pretty sure like Kareem started in the 70s, didn't he? I thought I thought Jerry West was in the 60s. Oh, now you're testing my basketball knowledge. I can't. I, I'm looking it up. I'm not 100% on that. I'm not being wrong on this. Absolutely. Well, you not. can check that. We're going to wrap the episode up here because we're, we're at about the one hour mark. So we're going to finish it up. We can have this. We can finish this basketball conversation off air because I don't think people come here to listen to that. So do you have anything to say before we wrap it up? I do. Jerry West started in nineteen sixty. <laughs> Fuck you. And when did he finish? Seventy-four. Yeah, okay. He definitely yeah. He definitely wasn't just playing against white guys. Whatever. Can we just move on? But Wait. also Jerry West isn't in like the top ten either. Like he's the logo, but he's not in the top ten. Neither does Babe Ruth. Oh I think I think you'd have a bit of pushback on that. Yeah, I don't I don't fight baseball. I have no me. idea about baseball at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got a couple of friends that follow baseball. I talk about it to them, like, oh yeah, like that Japanese guy's pretty good.
0: <laughs> that's that's the yeah. And then it's like As much as I can input. <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah. Is that it? I'm like, yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, I heard they uh heard they socked some dingers on the weekend. <laughs> Did anybody hit any home I heard, runs? I heard
1: the dugouts were clear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh whatever. Alright, let's finish it up. As always, guys, thanks so much for listening. We're loving Andor. Really, really looking forward to coming back and, uh, in a couple of weeks and reviewing this again. And again, if there is anything that you guys want to, want us to talk about, if there's anything in particular that you want to hear us hear our opinions on, if you have any questions, feel free to send us an email at theonlypopculturepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social medias, Instagram and Facebook at theonlypopculturepod. And as always, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And leave us a review. Look, five stars would help. Four stars is okay as well. Let's not go any lower than that. But leave us a review. In but be mid- honest. But, yeah. Look, look. Don't kiss ass. Look. But you can if you want. Give us a five star review, and then in the review, write down like <laughs> give us give yeah. us some, give us some yeah. critical <laughs> feedback in there. You know, you love us, you do. But there's there's things that we can probably improve on. But yeah, five star review. And yeah, then like in our the-
1: realistic our, our realistic opinions on what animals we could
0: defeat in combat. Yeah. Cows, absolutely. No so, <laughs> five star review, constructive criticism in the comment. But yeah, make sure make sure you get onto that, and we will see you again next week, where I think we're probably going to be talking about Black Adam. Maybe. 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 It depends if uh, Robbie can afford getting to the cinemas. Oh, this week.
1: Okay, look, they don't even know about that.
0: <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. All right, bye, mom. Bye, mom.